0: Sorry, I can't do that today. My sister's friend's mother's grandpa's brother's grandson's uncle's fish died today. And yes, it was tragic. This is the Game of Food. This is the Game of Food. We're helping real people get real results with delicious food. Real Real. food. Live from Spencer's home studio, podcasting to the world. This is Game of Food, and here's your host, Spencer Frederick. Who are you? Who the heck are you? When the going gets tough, who shows up? I'd be willing to bet there's a certain someone inside of you that shows up every time when the going gets tough. And that's what we're going to talk about today. But I'm not going to like do my normal rant. I think it's uh, I think it's good to rant sometimes. I think it's good to have some stronger language or tonality in my episodes because I get some good messages from you guys like, "Hey, that one really helped." "Hey, you're so right." You know, stuff like that, and I really appreciate it. But this time, I'm just going to give you some experience I had And I consider this a a gift from God. My experiences, I really do. My experiences from the gym because I saw so many people overcome so many obstacles. And what I want you to think of, because I'm going to tell some of these stories. And what I want you to think of is which person are you? Because that's what I thought too, because I'm going to give you, you know, what kind of snapped in my head. So my time at the gyms, man, you see every shape and size of person. You see men, women, you see elderly, you see young, you see every shape and size. Like I said, you see different races, whatever it is, come into the gym. And what you also see is uh, many different personalities, uh, many different skill levels and abilities, and uh, you hear a lot of excuses and stuff too. And so that's what we're going to talk about today. And really, the, r- the right language is not excuses. I'm just talking about the difference between people. And so something that was a hurdle for people that would join the gym, let's say this was a bigger person, okay? Maybe they were morbidly obese. Let's picture two morbidly obese people. Let's, let's just uh, think of a weight. Let's go with they were both 350 let's say they were both 350. We had plenty of people that, you know, they they joined the gym and uh, they do really well. They uh, joined some of our programs. Sometimes, you know, these people would need some extra coaching. We had trainers, we had group training, or I did some nutritional stuff, you know, that was like less intense workout wise, but they could just follow my nutrition and, you know, walk on the treadmill or, you know, do the machines and stuff like that. And you'd have somebody that would lose a bunch of weight. You know, they go from 350 to whatever, 260 to 70, and they just look like a new person and they're really happy. And all of a sudden, you know, they fall in love with the gym because, uh, you know, it produced great results for them. So why would they stop coming to the gym? And then you have some people that would stop in the office, the, the gym office, the manager office, and, and fill out cancellation forms. And, uh, you know, they wouldn't really admit... Sometimes the real reason, but sometimes they would, and just like, well, you know, I've never been able to lose the weight, um, basically blaming their situation, and and you can't say it, you know, maybe there's a certain type of person that can say it to this person, but if they're canceling because they're so big, they they don't feel like they can use the equipment. You would like to say, hi, person, I signed up someone that's a member of this gym right now that started out at the same size as you, and. Yes, they had to overcome many hurdles, but they did. And they just kept trying. And you were signing the cancellation papers stating that your size is the hurdle and the reason why you're canceling. You know, something else that's related to that, let's let's take the same example. You have two people that weigh 350. One of them joins the gym and works really hard. And one of them tells me on the phone, like, well, I'm not going to join yet. I'm going to lose some weight first. Okay, so so one person hit 350 and went, "Geez, I need to go do something. I'm gonna go talk to Spencer at the gym. One person hit 350 and just kind of felt me out and then was like, "Well, you know, I, I got to get to the gym after I lose weight. That's That's the proper order of things. I'm just too big for that. And so that's using the "I'm too big excuse and seeing the difference in people. You know, you have the "I'm too busy. I could talk about this one forever. I don't know how many examples I have. But, uh, you know, right now is planting season. I have some farmers telling me they are too busy to do anything. And then I have some farmers who are just as busy. They're in planting season. They've, they're telling me how busy they are. And they are doing their workouts and nutrition. You know, what's the difference? The difference is, is the person. The difference is, you know, when the going gets tough, some people stop and, and some people get tough. Another one is injuries. Uh, I, I you know, one that I'm thinking of is uh, a shoulder injury. I've had people fill out cancellation forms for a shoulder injury from the gym, and you know, I have two clients right now with shoulder injuries that uh, didn't really miss a beat. You know, one person even said, "You know, I can still hit my treadmill workouts without a shoulder." ha ha ha, ha you know ha ha ha, funny, but they were dead serious. They, they did their treadmill workouts because a shoulder isn't required. This is actually a good example from my current gym that I work out. I don't own gyms anymore, but the gym that I work out at, there's a guy with a broken arm. Yeah, I used to see, I, I would see him in the gym all the time and all of a sudden uh, he showed up with a cast and a sling and he was doing one arm workouts. And then I saw him another day, uh, this was actually just recently, he was doing all the leg machines the other day, still still in a sling and a cast. Or whatever, a sling and whatever. Anywho, he broke his arm. How many people would quit? How many people would use that as an excuse? Well, I need to recover, duh. And and that's kind of what they say sometimes. Is like, well, duh, what do you want me to do? And, and, And you want to tell these people, I see others with your same injury that weigh exactly as much as you with your same work schedule and they do it anyway. Like what am I what what am I supposed to say? And something and so I would see so many of those. Well, I'm an accountant. Okay, I have other accountants that are my client. They're doing really well. What do you want me to say? Yes, it's it's March, April, May. It's really busy, but I have accountants doing well. I have all of these examples, and and I would see so many of them in the gyms. And and one, I think that kind of snapped because it's a story that, actually, there's multiple that I'm going to tell. There's multiple stories that I'm going to tell, and I think just my mindset snapped a little bit. And so there was um, uh, two people in the gym, I won't say any names, but uh, they were uh, diagnosed with breast cancer. And one of them was working full-time, mom, you know, other things that she did in her life and she would still come into the gym and she uh, worked with a coach as well. So even more intense. So like your own workouts are are usually not as intense as as working with a coach. Now, sometimes because of chemo treatments, she, you know, was not able to make it into the gym that day. Oh, well, but we knew we were going to see her the next day if she felt well. Same with the other person that was going through chemo treatments. Uh, this person also uh, was working with a coach, so this person was going through some tougher workouts, uh, going through some chemo treatments, and uh, was still able to to make it into the gym. I mean, and both of these people were minimum three three times per week. Minimum, you would see them on a regular basis. Now, keep in mind they were working, they had families, and so what? I, and so when you get the sniffles and, and that turns into you quitting the gym, I mean, am I really supposed to listen to that? When you tell me, oh, I have this uh, little sniffle thing and I'm not going to be able to do it anymore, and I just witnessed two people going through chemo who didn't quit, am I supposed to listen to your excuse? And I don't mean to be mean. This is not a rant. This isn't. It's just like once you you see this, like this is a gift. I've seen so many people do stuff like that, like countless people, because I've worked with so many people and, and witnessed so many stories that I just forever have knowledge of, of what humans are capable of. And it's absolutely amazing. And this, this last story I'm going to tell is where I I really, I I just will never forget how it made me feel and what what the guy said. I can't remember his name because I would say his name. This guy is an absolute warrior. So he would come into the gym, uh, in a wheelchair, uh, every day. He would come minimum, four days a week. And he actually traveled a lot for work, I believe. I believe it was for work. And so he would have to uh, go to other gyms. So we had a gym membership where, you know, your key fob worked at other locations. And so I was, I could see his usage because he was a member of my gym and I could see where he was going. And he'd go all across the nation, going to different uh, gyms and scanning through. And he would he would go at least four days a week and he would do intense workouts, as tense as he could. And he was basically paralyzed from the hip down. And one day I just, uh, I was kind of feeling him out. Like I knew I wanted to ask like, man, how do you do this? So I kind of started like bogus conversation, like, well, nice weather today, blah, blah, blah. How you feeling today? You know, I was getting closer and closer to, and then finally I just said, you know, how do you do this? how do you and i didn't mean it as mean like man you know you should quit i didn't mean it like that i was impressed i was like how do how do you stay motivated to do this and uh you know i asked kind of a follow up question and basically what he said was he goes you know my situ- my circumstances my situation sucks like it does i'm not going to sit here and say hmm it's not too bad but then he goes he goes but if i let this stop me i'll let anything stop me in other areas in my life. And I was just like, wow, this guy is paralyzed. Or I don't even know if he was paralyzed. He had no use of his legs. He came in in a wheelchair and he'd come in and do weight training. He would would scoot himself up onto machines off of his wheelchair, or he'd try to use a walker sometimes. And he'd scoot himself off of his chair and into the machine to do strength training. And then he'd head over to the dumbbells and he'd grab dumbbells and do whatever he could to do that. And this guy was so upbeat too. He was so he always came in and he was so happy and he wanted to talk to everybody in the gym. And he always he would always uh, come up to the manager office and chat with me about stuff and it was just so refreshing to talk to this guy. And then you you then you have other people who would come in and 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 cancel their gym membership and just throw every they throw every excuse at you. And I would just sit there like, man, if you only met this this other guy in the gym. Because people came at different times in the gym. So like he would come, I think, around noon if I remember. And so if somebody usually came in around, you know, five o'clock, they would never see him. So they had no knowledge of him being at the gym. But I would, sometimes I would just think when somebody just, they just didn't put the effort in. I would like, man, if you just met these other people, if you talk to the guy who pretty much drags himself around the gym to get a workout in because he has no use of his legs, and then the other two people in here that are going through chemo, and you're going to just tell me these excuses. Now, I never said that. Never. Sometimes I wanted to. I, sometimes I felt like maybe I had the opportunity. Like, can I just talk to you about some other people in this gym? And so the, the, the main point I'm making is, I think that changed me forever. Seeing people overcome every story in the book, being disabled, having cancer, being, you know, morbidly obese to the point that they, they couldn't, you know, move around very well. You know, busy. There There's, there's someone I'm thinking of um, that I work with that... Uh, has two jobs, is a single parent, and uh, one of her kids is disabled. And, and she, still, she still does her workouts and nutrition. And so what snapped in my head one day, and you know what's funny is I, I saw so many of those stories and it didn't snap. I think the first like, you know, half a dozen stories like that I saw, I was like, wow, that's that's like a tough person. That's like a really neat story. Cool. But then I just saw so many and then they got like stronger. So it was like in the final years of my uh, gym ownership days, there were some stronger ones. And you know what snapped is one day I was just like, what if some of that stuff happened to me? What, which person would I be? Would I be filling out the cancellation forms and canceling my gym membership and quitting my nutrition? I, I, I don't think I would anymore. I hope not. I don't have some of those ailments or illnesses. But that day when I stopped and thought, and, and I legitimately asked myself, like, which one am I? I said, I owe it to those people to keep going. I'm not going to quit. I can't let those, those excuses Come out of my mouth. I can't develop these stories because that's what they are. They're stories you're creating that end up holding you back. I'm sorry that you you uh, you have long working hours. I'm sorry that uh, you have an illness. I really don't want that stuff to happen to you. I'm sorry that uh, you know you're 350 plus pounds. I I don't want that for you, but take it from me. It's possible. And you can either say it's possible with your words, or you can develop these stories and have these things that become your weakness. And that's really it. I want you to think of these people. These people, these stories that I told today, these people are likely still going today, and they're, and they're never going to stop. I hope this helps you when, uh, you know, you think you, you might have it hard. There are some people out there overcoming some incredible things. And I hope that you are one of them. I hope this helps. Spencer, signing off.